Hey there, and welcome to the Tap That Magic podcast. My name is Stephanie Eastman, and this is a space where we celebrate and activate your money-making magic in business through the things that make you different and even the things that make you a little weird. Hello, and welcome back to Tap That Magic. So today, we're kind of like peeling back the layers of the onion whenever it comes to how I've really come into business and the way that I see things now and how they have drastically changed in the past few years. And so whether you have just met me and like come recently into my world or you knew me through all the times that I used to do tarot cards and like deep, deep spirituality, like there is so much that happens in our life that we are allowed to change what we think is important. And we are allowed to change the way that we see things. And so truly today, like I said, we're pulling back the curtain of why I've really I've really come to this understanding that I've outgrown modern spirituality. And it really was something that was hard for me to talk about at first, especially after being somebody that taught the shadow work and taught the energy updates and made all of the content about Mercury retrograde. And every single decision on my like in my life was based off of a tarot card reading. And that's just what I did for years and years. And it served me for that time. But I knew If I was feeling this way, this happened about a year and a half ago. If I was feeling this way where spirituality was feeling stagnant and it was feeling old and it was feeling outdated and it didn't feel like it was serving me the same way that it used to and that I was ready for greener pastures, I was ready for something new. Like if that was happening for me, I knew in my heart of hearts that like, that could help somebody else, whether it's one person or whether it's 10,000 people or whether it's a million people later on down the line, 20 years later, that if I was having those feelings about modern day spirituality, that somebody else was feeling it too. And I just had to be brave enough to say it and to show it. And so I want you to take this episode because I have a lot of clients that are still psychic mediums, that are tarot readers, that love crystals, that love chakras and energy updates and things like that. I also have clients that are brand specialists. I have clients that are health professionals, that are business consultants. So no matter where you're at in the journey, I want what you take from this to be, you get to decide what works for you. Take the pieces that you need and leave the rest because this is just where I'm at in my journey, in my understanding, and I feel like it's so important to share these pieces of our evolution instead of like skipping by them or instead of like pretending like it never happened, like that I was always just like so professional and so about strategy because that was not the truth for a very long time in my life. I didn't understand strategy in business. I didn't understand taking action and making moves. I just thought if I was in this groovy AF energy, I could manifest my little heart out and all of my dreams would come true. And what I learned in the last year and a half was like that wasn't the case. That the universe wants to play back with you. I used to think that like you had to make one 
move, like you'd make one move on the chessboard and then all of this abundance would just fall from the sky because I made one move, right? And what I've learned is like, no, it's a back and forth. It's a back and forth that you're constantly playing if you want to have this business that grows and that thrives with you. If you want to be a multi six, seven, eight figure entrepreneur, there are actions, there are backbones, there are strategies that you really have to infuse into your business that have nothing to do with fixing yourself or healing the past or addressing your trauma again and again and again till you're perfect, like fixing all these money blocks. No, no, no. It's truly about you showing up and getting better every single day. And so I, something that I've had to learn in my business is to open up more of myself. And this really does, it feels like a peeling back to be honest with you, because I'm all about like educational content and like teaching people stuff. And sometimes I forget about the storytelling. So like PS, this is a reminder for you as well. Like people want to hear your story. Like I think about all of the times that I've hired coaches and I've like joined courses and it doesn't even always have to do with that person's results or with the information they're teaching. Like, of course that's part of it, but there's been so many times that I've hired people because of who they are and because of like their interests outside of their business or because of the lessons that they've experienced and they've learned and they've overcome and they've come out the other side. So again, like I said, everything that I do is like, multi-leveled, multi-leveled teaching because you'll get like eight different lessons out of everything that I speak. Even though I I try to keep it simple, I'm like, dang, like there's just so much that goes into it. So uh, just a reminder for you as well to share your story and be open and honest, even whenever it feels uncomfortable or even whenever it feels like, oh my God, am I talking about myself too much? Like, no, people want to hear that. People want to know you and they enjoy who you are. And it gives people an opportunity as well whenever they consume your content, whether it be your podcast, whether it be like the posts on Instagram or your stories, for them to really have like a yay or nay moment. Like the more that you talk, the more that you communicate, the more that you share your story, it will either make people be like, I am so 110% in or uh, no thank you next, please. So you're actually doing yourself a favor in cutting out the riffraff whenever you are willing to be open and share your story and talk about yourself time and time again, because it's not just about the tips and tricks and values like that you give to people. It's about who you are. It's who you are that makes people want to hire you. And so I know even as I'm recording this and I'm sending this out into the universe, like whether it is tomorrow or whether it is five years from now, like people will hire me because of this podcast. I know that without a shadow of a doubt because this was one of like the greatest lessons that I've learned in my life thus far. Like truly, truly, and whenever it comes to business, like one of the greatest lessons I've learned in business. So yeah, you you just got like 86 different lessons within, within one intro, but truly take what you need and leave the rest because this is my personal experience with spirituality and business and learning what was actually necessary and what could be left in the past, okay? So I don't know about you, but 
I came from a background of Lutheran schools of like when I was seven years old, I wanted to be a pastor, not because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind what it is that we're teaching. It was more so that I saw a man stand up in front of a congregation, in front of a group of people and get them excited and get them happy and make them like feel good. Like not every single, not every single sermon was doom and gloom. You know what I mean? And so like I would see and I would even feel excited at seven years old, like that the messages were really good and they would inspire people and they would make them happy. And so at seven years old, I remember asking my mom, like, I want to be a pastor. Like, how do I do this? And she's like, uh, er." like she had come into religion later on in life back whenever she like met my dad, things like that didn't grow up religious. And so she was like trying to follow everything strictly. And she's like, well, actually like basically the Midwestern church that we had, she's like, women can't be pastors. Like you can be a deaconess or you can like, like the deaconess were like the ladies that would like come around school and they do like other pastoral duties and they'd like train, train the dogs that would come and like see the kids, but they wouldn't do like all of the pastor stuff. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I don't want that. Like I wanted to be that person that was up there, like sharing this, like motivating people, making them happy. And so I remember like, there was a piece of me that lost a little bit of faith then at seven years old that was kind of like, okay, well, I want to do this. Like, why would there be rules? Like, if we're supposed to be spreading this word, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we want as many people being pastors as possible? It was like my seven-year-old mindset around it. It was like, why don't we have like as many people out there like preaching this word? And so that was like my whole upbringing was basically like, there's beautiful pieces of it, right? Like there's beautiful pieces of religion, of of um, of the stories that are in the Bible, of like how, like it's all about how you interpret it and how you see it, right? But growing up, it was very much like, these are the things that you can't do. And so after, after hearing that I couldn't be a pastor and kind of like letting that go when I was seven years old, I, I kind of like let my voice get small. And I... I didn't really understand, like I had these feelings about, I didn't know it was called spirituality at the time, but I had these feelings like I was magical and I was different. And like, I would have experiences when I was young where I would pick up on people that had crossed over and I would like be scared at night and have to like go run to my parents' bedroom because I would like hear people talking and I would feel things around me. And like that didn't fit into the narrative of Lutheran school. Like that, I remember like very clearly, probably like my junior or senior year, like reading a passage that like, cause we used to have like religion classes. Like I think my senior year, I had two Bible classes in like every single day. And, um, I remember like reading a passage that was something about like, you can't be a psychic and like, that's a bad thing. And me being like, Oh snap. Like I really like the movie practical magic. Like I really like ghost hunting and things like that. Like that always made sense to me because like spirituality didn't exist. Like where I grew up, like chakras didn't exist. Crystals didn't exist. Tarot cards were of the devil and you couldn't touch them. And like, and all I knew about my gifts was the movie practical magic and ghost hunter shows. Like I remember truly crying to my mom because there was a show with this man named Chip Coffee and he 
he um, would teach all of these kids, all these teenagers, how to communicate with ghosts and like how to like hone their gifts. And I'd be like, mom, I just want to go to the chip coffee camp. And like, I just want to learn how to, how to use these powers. And like, she was confused, mind you. She like didn't know what to do with me because it didn't fit that narrative of this Lutheran school system that I was brought up in. And so by the time I got a little bit older and I came out of that, and although I've always had strong faith in what you would call God, in what you would call the universe, and what you would call this like outside energy, like that never shook me. Like that, like I just always knew it was there because I always felt magical and I always felt different. Even whenever I would be scared and I'd feel small, you know, there was just something inside of me that I was like, there's something bigger. Like there's something more. And so it took like, getting outside of the Lutheran school system and not dating pastor's sons anymore. Like there was a time in my life where I thought I was going to marry a pastor, like all this crazy stuff. And, um, and I just kind of like rebelled against it and went full pull into what you would call modern day spirituality. And I lived there for 10 years. And of course, like if you are from the spirituality background, it's like, it's like layers and layers and layers, right? There's more and more and more that you can learn, whether it be through crystals, whether it be through tarot cards and oracle cards, whether it be through your chakras or healing your past. I was in, I was married to it. And it was like things finally started making sense for me. It was like, oh, I learned I'm an empath. And now it's like, oh, that's why I was so sensitive whenever I was bartending and like I'd pick up on other people's energy, you know, and I found out like, oh, crystals are a really cool thing to keep in your pocket. And they would make me feel strong and they would make me feel magical and they would make me feel like I was capable of doing anything. And I would read the cards. Oh, let me tell you, girl. It was scary to pick up that first set of cards that I ever had after years and years of being told that that was a bad thing or like creating this idea in my mind that like having oracle cards, having tarot cards was a bad thing. And so whenever I finally like let that come into the forefront in my life, I I went full pull with it and I was good at it. Like I was incredible at tarot and oracle and doing these readings. It like opened up my intuition But after years and years of doing that, and about a year and a half ago, I kind of realized I'd gotten to the point that I was outgrowing the old way of living life, the way of doing spirituality that felt so alive and so electric and so exciting for years and years that I was getting bigger than that. And there was a long time in my spiritual journey that I let other people tell me what it is that I needed to fix and tell me what it is was wrong with me. And I I would do sessions with people, one-to-one work where I would like read their tarot cards. I would like pull their energy. I would do emotional body coding and like shadow work, trauma healing, all that jazz. But I was still feeling frustrated in my business and in my life. And like there was a huge piece missing. Even though like the spirituality filled that gap for a while, it was like there there has to be more. There has to be something different. 
And I, I kind of got over the feeling of like, oh, every three or four months, like Mercury retrograde is going to come around and like fuck your shit up or like every like we got to keep a, a hold of all of these different planets in retrograde or like, oh, my God, I pulled the devil tarot card today. So that means I'm going to have a really bad day or whatever it was like hey, that thing that happened when I was seven years old, that's still haunting me. I need to go back and heal this again. I need to go back and cry from this again. I need to go back and have a full moon ceremony about this again. And it got so boring. It got boring. It didn't feel like me anymore. And I've like literally never described it like that. But it just felt like I was circling the drain of everything that was wrong and I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to pick up on energy anymore. And coming from somebody that at one point finding out that they were an empath and understanding that energy like made so much sense for me and was that like aha eureka moment and realizing I didn't want to be an empath anymore. I wanted to set the tone. I didn't want to walk away from family functions and feel drained because I was like in this martyr energy of being like, oh, I'm so drained being around those people that have bad attitudes. You know what I mean? Or like, I didn't want to be waiting for a 777 on a license plate anymore to let me know like, oh, okay, everything's going to work out and it's going to be just fine. I just saw 777. Or like, oh my God, I saw a beaver twice in one day. Let's go look up what a beaver means and like make all of my decisions from the understanding like the spiritual meaning of a beaver. Like in my spiritual girls, if you're like, holy shit, Stephanie, you are crazy and you're listening to this, well then maybe you just haven't been deep enough in the spirituality world. But my spiritual girls, like my intuitives, you get this on a very deep level. You get this because at one time you didn't have these tools. And once you learned that you had those tools, it was like, okay, now let me let me orchestrate my world around that. But I came to the point where I was like, I don't want to orchestrate my world around this anymore. Like this doesn't feel good to me anymore. And I know that I'm capable. And this truly, this like aha moment of coming out of all of those years of spirituality and leaning on picking up energy, the aha moment came whenever I decided that I wanted to heal my body because I had been doing all of the things in the spirituality world. Girl, I can't even tell you how many books on energy in your body I have even in this library right here today of like pulling all the energy from your past, of going, of putting the colors over it, of doing all this. And I was still having back pain that was like annoying the F out of me. And it was like, I've addressed it eight ways to Sunday. And like, it's still happening. Like, what the heckity heck? Like, I like your girl has been at this work for years and this is still happening and flustering me. Like, there has to be a better way. And so I came across mindset work, which is like super weird if you think about it. Like, a lot of people get into manifestation and then they go into the deep healing. Like, your girl went into the deep healing, into the like scuba diving into all the shit that happened in her life. And then I realized what manifestation actually was, even though I had seen posts about it, even though I had seen like, oh, you, you create your own reality. Like you truly do. It never clicked for me until I was like, 
so through with modern day spirituality and addressing the chakras and putting the bubbles up and picking up on everybody's energy, like manifesting and deciding that I am in charge and I set the tone in my life didn't come until after that. And so truly I picked up this like random book from this dude that was about like healing your back and it it clicked on like 87 different levels. Like this wasn't just about my back stuff anymore. It was about I get to design my life from here on out. Like I get to take charge and I am not subject to the whirlwind of spirituality, the whirlwind of energies around me. And I get to decide what it is that I want to create while I'm here. And so at about the same time that I came across this like true mindset work was whenever I learned the gene keys. And if you've heard me talk about the gene keys before, like I think about this as really my bridge out of spirituality, my bridge out of modern spirituality, even though it's based on the date, time, location that you like of your birth, I think about it as instead of finding all the things that were wrong with you, of pointing you in the direction of the gifts and talents that you've come here with and just like a starting point. Like honestly, your chart is a starting point. So gene keys are basically, they call it a living transmission where it kind of feels like electricity going through your body whenever you learn these things about yourself, right? But it's basically if like human design and astrology had a baby, it's just a deeper dive into your human design and just like points you in the direction of the things that you're good at. Now, other people can take the gene keys and teach it through shadow work. Your girl does not, like, I'm not here for shadow work shit anymore. I did it for long enough, and that is not what sets my heart on fire. People could take it and teach it through relationships. You could take the gene keys and teach it through um, through health, like, whatever you want to do. But I have seen it through the lens of the entrepreneur, and I've walked the walk with these gene keys and really started understanding, like, oh, whenever I started, like, leaning into the things that were right about me, that's whenever I started getting results. Instead of like focusing and healing myself over and over and over again, I want to focus on the things that I'm really groovy at and I'm really good at. And I want to have a good attitude about life instead of like constantly trying to fix myself or see what was wrong with myself or in other people. Like I want to see what's right and I want to live in this light. And I want like, I just knew. I was like, I don't want to have to keep mopping up my past and healing money blocks and healing healing uh, voice blocks and healing all of these blocks inside of myself, like shaman work again and again. No, I wanted to see what would happen whenever I started using these gifts and going balls to the walls with taking action in my life. And this was so vastly different for me because back whenever I I had my like spiritual business of I would do tarot readings, I would do um like kind of like success readings and things like that. I would do psychic medium work where I would talk to people who crossed over and like I said I did the shadow work, I did like the emotional body coding things like that. Um back whenever I was doing those things I was treating my business like my side girlfriend. I was treating my business like if I'm just in the vibe and if I'm just feeling groovy, then all of the clients are going to come busting through my door. I would literally sell like 
two or three times a month and I'd be like so embarrassed to sell. You know what I mean? Even though I had like a crazy cool gift, I was like so embarrassed to sell. I was like, you know, that's enough. Like people get the gist of it. I was posting only whenever I felt inspired because I mean, damn, whenever you're an empath, you're literally at the mercy of all of the energies around you, right? So there would be plenty of times I could make excuses of like, I just don't feel like posting right now. Or like, it's not going to be that good if I'm not in the energy. And like a year and a half ago, I had to call bullshit on myself and be like, Stephanie, you are playing it small. And so it really came through like the mindset work and the gene keys and taking action that totally changed the way that I showed up for my business and created a place where I can now have multi four figure launches and we're just getting started. You know what I mean? Like we're just getting started with how far we get to go, you know? And so truly coming across these gene keys helped me learn that like it was it was the bridge out of modern day spirituality of like I'm done with the colors, I'm done with the crystals, I'm done with the tarot cards and and using those things as a crutch instead of like if you if you are still like if you still love those things and you use them as like a little side bonus, that's one thing, but your girl was using them as a crutch and as a determining factor in her life instead of being like, no, I'm going to set the tone for my day or no, I'm going to decide what it is that, hey, I'm going to decide what it is that um, that I want to experience in my business and I'm going to relentlessly show up like I'm no longer this bird that is just sitting back in the feminine flow. Like, of course, we have moments like I live if you if you look at my life, I have a little softy life sometimes, but the first half of my day is like business and action and doing everything that I can to show up and be the best version of myself online and to show up and to not even like, not even wait for, you know, the inspiration to come through, but to show up and be solid and be steady in my business and be this person that other people see. And they're like, Dude, that is not her side girlfriend anymore. Like she lives and breathes her purpose, you know? And when people see that in you, something changes. You're no longer at the mercy of all of the energies outside of you, of Mercury retrograde, of that of that oracle reading that you had last week. Like you decide who you are and what you expect from life. And it has been the most beautiful thing because the gene keys really bridge the gap of like, okay, now we can use these things to like help brand ourselves and help market ourselves and start showing up in this different energy. And so truly, I outgrew modern day spirituality because I found these gene keys. And that's why I feel like whenever you come across my stuff, whether it be a podcast, whether it be one of my TikTok lives, whether it be a post on Instagram, it's because you are on this precipice of the next greatest chapter of your life. And my God, can I tell you, it is it is here And it is going to be so incredible for you because whenever you start taking ownership and deciding what it is that you want to create, the sky is not even the limit. We're not even landing on Mars. We're going out into the solar system and seeing how big we can go. And I never felt that back whenever I was in the spirituality world. 
I was always just trying to fix myself. I was always just trying to put a Band-Aid on something that had already healed. I kept picking wounds that weren't serving my future anymore. (laughs) And on the other side of that, shit, learning, learning marketing, learning branding, learning how to sell every day confidently and comfortably. Oh my God, it has been the most beautiful thing that has ever happened in my life because there's self-expression in that. It's you standing up and believing in yourself no matter how your beliefs may change. The things that you teach will grow. The things that you teach will evolve. And if you're sitting around waiting to be perfect before you sell that offer or you're sitting around doubting yourself in that new rebrand, go out there and do it. Just do it. Because at the end of the day, your business is like this big block of ice that sometimes you have to like, if you're doing an ice sculpture, you have to cut off those like huge chunks of ice before you get down and do the nitty gritty details. You just do. That's what it is. It's like literally one of my favorite analogies. Would that be an analogy? I don't freaking know. I can't, metaphors and analogies slip my brain, whatever, which one's which. You know what I'm saying. But truly, you got to cut off those like big chunks of it so that you can get down to the nitty gritty details. And like if you're waiting for alignment, if you're waiting for the energy to be perfect before you do it, before you move, before you have a strategy and you show up every day, you're literally just going to keep circling the drain again and again and again because no longer does my business operate from my emotions. Like today, I feel like I'm opening up my heart to you and like and like cracking it open. It's like, I, I think I started my period like yesterday. And so I'm like, the line five in human design in me is usually all about like fast and education and just like drop what you need. But today, because I started my period yesterday, I'm like, let's share more. Let's get into the ooey gooey details. But I think that, I think that this podcast is a perfect place for the ooey gooey details, to be honest with you, to share more of that side of myself. But because there's a lot of lessons in it, just like these lessons in spirituality and like letting go, like knowing when to trust yourself to let go of what no longer serves you, whether that be in your life or what you're teaching in your business, to let go of what no longer feels good to you. And so I'm here to help the intuitive women, to help the the spiritual women build a backbone for their business and a foundation through their mindset, through their actions, through their gene keys, through their enneagrams, through the things that make them special, through the things that light them up and make them weird. To build multi, six, seven, eight figure businesses and beyond because we're not just here to play small. You're not here to just be the smallest version of yourself. My God, whenever I look back on all the things that I learned through spirituality, I think my most valuable gift was the times that I was a psychic medium and I spoke to people who had crossed over. And jeebus, they have the funniest sense of humor, but they also made me realize like our life is a blink. 
Our life is a blink. So why would you sit there letting a deck of cards be the determining factor for if you go for it? Why would you sit there and let what happened whenever you were 12 control the way that you take action in your life? Like you don't have to keep fixing yourself. You are done. There's been enough healing Now let's see what the F you're capable of. Let's see. Let's like get this party started. Let's whoop it up. Let's go 120% because my God, ever since I started doing that, I have been the happiest little clam in the seat. And like I said, we're just getting started. So multi-layered lessons as usual in all of this stuff. Take the pieces you need. Take the pieces you need and leave the rest because you know what's right for you. You have an inner compass. One of my favorite ways to talk about the inner compass you have now is because I read filthy fantasy books. And in one of those filthy fantasy book series, it's called Ice Planet Barbarians. It is the dirtiest and it's like a soap opera and it's cute all at the same time. These girls like get kidnapped by aliens and they crash land on this ice planet with all these like hunky blue aliens with horns and like eight pack abs. And they're like, oh my God, you're going to be my girlfriend. (laughs) But so inside each one of these people on this planet, they have something called a cooey. And every time that they come across like their mate, that person they're going to be with, that cooey inside their heart sings and it like shakes their whole body, right? And I believe we each have that inner cooey. We each have that inner compass that you are smart enough to whoever you listen to, whoever you absorb content from, that you are smart enough to know what is for you and what is not for you, right? You don't just follow blindly just because somebody says. You don't put people up on a pedestal just because you think they have it more figured out than you. No, no, no. You have your cooey. And from that, you get to set the tone of what it is that you want to experience while you're here. So this, it truly, this was like peeling back a layer of an onion for me. So like, thank you for hanging out with me and witnessing this. And it doesn't matter if this is 10 years from now, there's, there's something golden in here for you. I'm a big believer. Every single thing that I do, I always set the intention. I'm like, you know what? Like, the right person's going to hear this at the right time and it's going to change something in their life forever. So you are allowed to evolve. You are allowed to grow. You are allowed to change. The things that you offer people, the way that you show up with your clients, it's all allowed to shift and grow with you. Trust yourself on your journey as an entrepreneur because there is a reason it is a journey. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have moments where you feel like you're falling. You're going to have moments where you feel like you're at the top of the cliff and you've just won 20 million medals. You're going to have the moments where you're bored of like, what is next? (laughs) And, And it's all about just continuing to move and continuing to grow and continuing to tweak until you get better and better and better. Because like, Just so you know, there's not this magical thing that will happen whenever you reach $10,000 months where you're like, oh, okay, like I'm done now. Thank you. Or if you like reach a, a certain follower level on your TikTok or on your Instagram or 
have a certain number of people subscribe to your podcast, like whatever it is, like you're always going to want more. You're always going to keep growing. So like a buckle up buckaroo and just have the freaking time of your life doing the things and trusting yourself. I love, love, love you. Take this, use it how you need it and go have the most beautiful day.